In today's episode, we're talking about poverty or prosperity consciousness. Which one do you have? Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame, and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession, or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Girl Khan, your money mindset expert. And I help entrepreneurs to break free from the limiting beliefs, reverse their money shame and to blast through their money blocks so that they can live a life of limited abundance. And today we're talking about poverty or prosperity consciousness. Now, every single person has an idea of what their um, you know, consciousness is about. And they, even those people who think they have a prosperity consciousness. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you a few questions today and I may trigger some thinking or some ideas in you which will maybe question what kind of consciousness you really have. And I want you to understand there are two aspects to it. So there's poverty and prosperity consciousness and the reason why uh, you can determine that is based on your financial thermostat. I'm gonna explain both of those terms in a bit. But I want you to understand that every single person on the planet it fits in in the spectrum. So then one side of the spectrum is somebody who's extremely, um, you know, uh, prosperity conscious. They are aware that the abundance is all around them and they manifest money very easily. They, whatever they touch um, turns to gold. So they have what's called the Madaya's touch, right? They're everything they do, you know, prospers really well. They have successful business and money comes to them. They're able to invest and all sorts of stuff. So that's what I would classify as a prosperity consciousness. And they're aware of all the resources available to them. So they're able to get people's time. They're able to get people's money. They're able to get, you know, create their own money. They're able to enjoy abundance in their health. They're able to enjoy abundance in their relationships and so forth. So they're, they're fully consciously, you know, they've got prosperity conscious in their life and they're, they're, they are prosperity, the prosperity conscious, you know, governs all areas of that. That's one extreme of the example of the spectrum of it. And on the other extreme, you have people who have poverty conscious and that they live in lack and scarcity all the entire life and there's never enough time never enough money the right they're, they're always surrounded by the wrong people they have the victim victim mentality and they're stuck in that kind of rut that's the other end of the spectrum so in between these two extremes we have everybody else right depending on what kind of consciousness you have you'll fit into somewhere along the spectrum now where you will fit along that spectrum will be determined by your financial thermostat. Now, what is financial thermostat? Financial thermostat is your comfort zone in money. And this, um, lo and behold, is not something of your own choosing. Unless you've done actively done work on it, your financial thermostat has been given to you, or um, or actually a correct way to say would be programmed into you by your primary caregivers. And this could be your mom and dad, or even your care- caretakers or foster parents, adoptive parents, uncle, aunts, grandparents, whoever it was. The people who had the most influence on you between the ages of zero to seven, and to some extent between, you know, from seven to 14 and maybe even to 21. But generally, most of your programming is done by the age of seven. So this 
this financial thermostat has been programmed into you by your primary caregivers without your knowledge even so what you find is you know in your in your teens in your 20s you can rebel and you pull away and you're able to make a lot of money and that's good that's all well and good but you find towards the you know your from beginning of um, your 30s so what i, I what i've seen and happen to people is from beginning of mid from early 30s to about early 40s somewhere along those lines between early 30s and early 40s there's what i call a snapback happens so when you have a snapback you are pulled back into your earliest money paradigm and you begin to live your um you know the story that was programmed into you so basically you can it's almost like you know in your late teens and 20s and even some some extent your early 30s you pull away from your true you know par- financial paradigm you think oh well, i've escaped and i've made the money and i've done all this now this is where a lot of people don't understand if you don't clear your energy around your earliest money paradigm you will suffer what i call a snapback and you'll put right back down to where your financial thermostat is set for you by your primary caregivers and this is what could be, could be in the form of going bankrupt um a failed marriage and losing everything through a divorce it could be um you know a physical burnout it could be cancer it could be a whole heap of things this snapback can manifest itself in a number of different ways there are different situations and those are just as i say symptoms the root cause is a snapback those how it manifests in your life through divorce or burnout or bankruptcy or wrong partnership or whatever have you is just symptoms right and people then will then they say well go what what how do i realize what my financial thermostat is your financial thermostat is the financial thermostat of the people looking after you in your primary age so your primary caregivers in the ages between 0 to 7 what kind of money did they make what kind of life did they leave what kind of ideas did they have that is going to set your lower and your upper financial thermostat so what you i find with most people and there are true exceptions to this of course but generally i would say 90% of the time and that's quite a lot of majority right 90% of the people who i've have come across tend to live in that upper and lower um financial thermostat you know that that upper zone and lower zone based on the financial thermostat of their parents so what is financial thermostat financial thermostat is your comfort zone around money in terms of what is the bottom the, the the absolute low amount of money that you can survive before your senses come into play and you attract money for or left right center and the upper threshold the amount of money you allow yourself to have in your energy field through investments through a business through whatever have you before your subconscious mind kicks into action and starts to attracting ways to get rid of the money so the upper limit and the lower limit and people tend to live between the two and they tend to tend to they why find is over the life from once this snapback happens they tend to ping pong between the two the lower and the upper zone all the time and they have to clear it unless they if they don't clear it they'll continue to do this ping pong journey for the rest of their life and i've seen this happen time and time again and this is even more sad when i speak to because during my research and being being uh, coming from a uh, you know legal background and a and a mathematician before that i have a kind of a you know scientific background so i i have to have a, a, an investigation <laughs> everywhere and i remember doing a lot of researching a lot of speaking to a lot of people in their retirement age and finding out you know why are they where they are because most people retire and they retire poor and i wonder why and i remember this one story really stuck out to me about the gentleman who 
you know, made multiple businesses, was running a multi-million dollar business at one point. And uh, in his retirement, when he was at the age of 70 something, he was fully financially dependent on his son and for himself and his wife, even though, and he couldn't work it out for himself at all. He could not work out how he ended up being fully financially dependent on his son rather than being, being fully, you know, financially independent himself. And the only thing that came to mind was, it was it, the snapback happened and he ping ponged his way between the lower and the upper throughout his life. And he never actually cleared his energy. And therefore he was, you know, the, the, you know, age when he should be enjoying his money, he had none to enjoy with. I would encourage you to look at your financial thermostat and think, okay, what kind of money makes me uncomfortable? Now, I don't want you to give me, you don't give me the answers that, you know, because you've read Think and Grow Rich or you've been, or you've read my book or you've been listening to this podcast or you listen to Tony Robbins. And you think, well, I I think I can make a million a month and can be happy with it. Whether you can make a million a month, I don't doubt. I, I think you can. I think every single person can make a million a month. It's not that big a deal. Whether you can keep a million a month and keep it long term, I do doubt. You see what I mean? So the amount of money you make is not going to be impacted by your um, your financial thermostat sometimes. You know, sometimes we stretch our upper and lower limits to so extent. By doing all this positive work, by doing all this personal development work, we stretch our upper and lower limits, but we only stretch it. We don't actually make them stabilize them. So we can stretch, 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 stretch. And at one point we have the snap back and we come back down and we come right back down to the bottom. That's when bankruptcy happens, right? I hope you are enjoying today's episode. If you want to learn more about my mindset strategies and energy tools to help you change your money mindset, then please register for my Abundance Mindset Makeover Workshop by visiting www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com. See you inside the workshop. I want you to really think about what it is, uh, what kind of money did your parents have when you were growing up or your primary caregivers? And if you are above 30 or especially if you're above 40 and listen to this, I really want you to pay attention to what kind of lifestyle are you living right now and how similar or different is it from the lifestyle your parents have? Yes, in dollar amount, you may have a lot more money coming in, but in terms of lifestyle, in terms of the standard of living, how similar or different is it from your parents? And nine times out of 10, and that's quite a lot, that's 90% of the time, I find people after the age of mid, uh, 30 onwards, from mid 30 onwards, they generally, especially after mid 40s, they generally have a very, very similar standard of living to that of their primary caregivers, which generally of course tend to be the parents, but it could be you know, your grandparents or your uncle and aunts or what have you. And it's surprisingly shocking at times, especially if you come from a professional background. Like I remember this one conversation I was having with this, uh, this, I think she was a, she was a doctor. I think she was a doctor. Yeah, she was a GP. She's a doctor. And her husband was an IT consultant. And between the two of them, they were making like 150,000 pounds a year annually. Yeah. When she was speaking to me, I remember she was very frustrated and really sad and really upset because they were draining money and they were losing money left, right, center. And she couldn't work out why they were not able to keep money and grow wealth because, you know, they, they're making all this money, but their outgoings are more than their incomings. And she didn't understand why, because they weren't like, they weren't spendthrift. They weren't, you know, and they were, she thought they were frugal, but they weren't. And she couldn't work out what was going on. I could clearly see what was happening because she was manifesting all these expenses left, right, and center. Now, this happens too. So what you find is as your income grows, if this threshold has not been worked on, if you haven't worked on your financial thermostat, 
what you find is as your income grows, so do your expenses. You manifest all these expenses. You manifest a legal action. You manifest something coming after you. You manifest a wrong client. Something You manifest something which will bring you back down and bring you right back into this comfort zone around money. Okay, this is what happens. And if you see the analogy, the reason why I say financial thermostat, uh, and, then, and the reason why it came to my mind initially was as well because I was thinking about it. It's like the radiator. You know, in my, in my home, I'm always cold, by the way. I'm a cold bunny. And so I have set my financial, you know, my thermostat to whenever it, the temperature falls a certain point, it automatically comes on. And when it goes above a certain point, obviously, obviously it kicks, the boiler kicks in and all the heating comes off. This is what happens with you energetically. So when your financial thermostat, uh, you know, is is picking up like, oh my god, there's no money coming in, and you really feel like, oh, I don't know how I'm going to pay the rent. And if you are, if your financial thermostat is set to the point where you have to pay at least your rent or mortgage has to be paid and your bills have to be paid, if you come to the point when those are not going to be met, you come into you know fifth gear and your manifesting powers go through the roof and you attract opportunities, people, ideas, and money to you to make sure you make your commitments. So you make your commitments. The, uh, so once they're, once they're made, you're, you're, come, you're back into the comfort zone. And when you start bringing more money and making more money, and I, this has happened to me firsthand, by the way, nothing I've told you, nothing I tell you in this podcast or ever during my, in my sessions is something that I'm, I'm giving you secondhand from other people. I've been through this. This is why I can tell you so honestly and so diligently and so authentically that this is the case because it's happened to me. Uh, and I'm talking from experience, Right. So this happened to me when I when I became a millionaire at the age of 27. I within a year, I, you know, I completely shambled my life. I, you know, the the obviously the property crash happened, which <laughs> actually really propelled the situation even faster. But it it was exactly that. I literally uh, I became a millionaire and then I sabotaged everything and the marriage was over. Uh, I was I left my job uh, because various reasons. And I, I was a single mother and I had nothing. Right. And uh, the property crash happened. So I was stuck with the property and I was negative equity and it was awful. <laughs> My snapback was awful. Now looking back in hindsight, that was a snapback. But I didn't know that at the time. Right. I didn't know this at the time that, that was happening to me. My snapback happened earlier than most people's. Uh, but maybe because my story was a lot stronger or something. I don't know. But I, anyway, regardless of the matter. And what I found is, you know, you have to work on your financial thermostat. So when when you're when you are um, start making a certain amount of money, so obviously it happens the reverse way. So it happens with your with, at the lower end. It happens at the top end as well. And that's exactly that's what happened to me in two thousand and eight. So I realized that in hindsight that that was my snapback. My energy could not handle me having that kind of money and being being that kind of net worth and having that kind of uh, you know prosperity in my life. So it brought me back to. Um, which in our language would be up on your card. <laughs> it's a term my mother would use. So, right? And that's, that's the kind of thing we would say, right? Yeah, so I, I was brought down, back down into my financial thermostat comfort zone. And I didn't realize this for the longest time until I think a few years ago when I really deep dived into all into money prosperity and conscious prosperity consciousness and money consciousness that I realized my consciousness was 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 geared towards poverty. It was I was programmed to be you know in, in poverty and I was programmed to have poverty consciousness because that's what I grew up in. I grew up with poverty. My father was a multi-millionaire, self-made one, but he too grew up in poverty. And um, and obviously my mother left him. That's another story I've talked about it before. And when I grew up, and I grew up in the I grew up in the the ghettos, as you can call it, in East London. 
on a council estate in East London, it was an awful place to grow up, <laughs> looking back in hindsight. So my mind was programmed to be around poverty. It was never programmed to be prosperous. And therefore, I wasn't. And therefore, when I was, I brought myself back to the level where I was comfortable with, um, in subconsciously at least, very rapidly, very quickly. It took me a year. <laughs> Only took me a year. It didn't take me long to get back into, you know, Okato. So as you say, I mean, I laugh about it now, but it was quite painful at the time. So now what I, what I realized was I need to push up my thermostat. I need to up, you know, I need to bring your thumb in the front. You're always going to have financial thermostat. You're always going to have an upper and lower limit. What we want you to do is bring your lower limit up and you want to take your higher limit up higher. So what your absolute bottom limit should be a lot higher than where is the moment. And your upper limit should be always expanding and we should always expand that further and further and further and further. Now, in order for you to expand and grow your financial thermostat, you have to change your limiting beliefs. And there are so many limiting beliefs that we are programmed with as we're growing up. And these are given to us again. They're not ours. We, by the way, these beliefs are not, given, are not taken by us by choice. We may think there are thoughts now, but initially there were somebody else's thoughts and ideas and they were planted into our minds as young beings and we took them on as our own. And these ideas are money is the root of all evil, um, money doesn't grow in trees, money, you know, money makes you, money corrupts you, etc. Money causes divorces, that's another one. Oh, I don't need money to be happy, etc. All these kind of limiting beliefs that you have. And I, I basically have, a, I've done a whole program around this, it's called Millionaire Foundations where we cover 101 limiting beliefs around money, business, and success. And it's surprising how some of the beliefs are taken up by majority of the people and they don't even see them as limiting beliefs. I go in the program and explain why that belief is limiting and why that has an impact on you in the way it does. And then obviously we, we change it with energy clearings, of course. But it's shocking to see how many people don't even see majority of these limiting beliefs as limiting beliefs. And say, well, isn't that how the world works? Isn't that how the world goes? They have this paradigm around money and they don't even realize it. So what we're after is by changing your financial um, you know, thermostat, we, we, we want to change you. We want to get you to change your paradigms around money. And when you change your paradigm around money, you will change your financial thermostat. You will actually extend it further and you'll expand the upper limit of it. And you'll be able to allow more money to come to you at a faster pace and allow it to stay in your energy field. And you will not suffer from snapback as rapidly. And eventually you should stop altogether. This financial thermostat would always happen, by the way. When you get to the next upper limit, it will have a snapback and you come back down. Right. And then you have to build it up further again and it goes further up again and you have another snapback and you come back down. This is why if you look at anyone who's successful, their journey is not an exponential uh, line. It's, it's a zigzag up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. And that's normal. As long as the trajectory is upwards, I'm OK with that. I'm okay with that, right? Because it means you need to come and adjust and you need to expand your mind further. You need to work a bit more on your on your beliefs. You need to have more, you know, you need to build your prosperity consciousness. And that's perfectly fine. As we're learning, as we're growing, we're going to have this, you know, snapbacks, this minor snapbacks again and again and again. What we don't want is a major snapback like I had back in 2008. I went from 2007 being a millionaire at the age of 27 to 2008 being being under the under the poverty line having no money no job no no partner and a single parent and you know almost destitute it was awful right and obviously having having all this property which is now negative equity and i was stuck right the only option was for me to go bankrupt which i chose not to do and i'm so grateful for, for it that i didn't but apart from that there's nothing else i could do right so this is why this is what we don't want 
And the minus that facts will continue to happen, but that means it's, it's, it's feedback given to your, your subconscious mind that I need to expand my financial thermostat further and further and further. And that's all that, it, that, that, all, that all that is. And that just means we are constantly growing our prosperity consciousness. That's all that really means. It's not nothing to be ashamed of, nothing to be worried about. We need to be constantly working on our financial thermostat anyway. We should be constantly, constantly working on our, our prosperity consciousness because we are a work in progress the, the whole point of this life is to grow to learn to develop to grow anytime you stop growing you stop learning you stop living as far as i'm concerned so i hope you enjoyed today's episode it's been fun to talk to you if you have enjoyed today's episode please do leave us a review i do come and check them and if you do send, do a, a leave a review please do take a snake screenshot of it and send it to moneymindsetpodcast.gmail.com. That's moneymindsetpodcast at gmail.com. And we will send you a million the mirror meditation for free. Say thank you for supporting our podcasting journey. Well, until the next time we meet, this is Girl Khan's signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website www.gulkhan.com and if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop and if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money then go and get my book Laws of Money from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.